Hey, you guys want to uh, grab a beer? Oh, always. <laughs> Sounds good to me. All right, I got a spot. Hourglass yeah. Brewing in Longwood, Florida. I don't know. Now, listen, Doug, I know you're from out of town. This is the place I go for all my local craft beer. Delicious, 40 beers on tap. And the best part is it's a haven for nerds like me, like you. Yeah, the 240-seat Longwood Tap Room. They stock that with nerd nostalgia, video games, board games, cornhole boards. They even have a dog-friendly patio. You can't beat that. I absolutely love it. I mean, I feel like I know this this uh, establishment just from Eric's Instagram and Facebook because he's there a lot. Um, they support his art and the local artists in the area. And uh, I'm excited. The first time I get back down to Florida with these two guys, uh, we're heading over there. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait. Yes, the art, the arcades, the pinball machines. There is uh, literally an homage painted on the wall to uh, Rick Moranis and Spaceballs. I mean, what more can you ask for in a brewery? Hourglass Brewing, Longwood, Florida. Uh, Check it out. Go there. They are sponsors of the show. They support us. Go support them. Welcome back to Masters of the Cinematic Universe. We are going to hit the finale here, I promise, of Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Uh, We're going to jump right back in. We get some action. We get some running. We get some sprinting. We get some fucking metal claw arms. It's very exciting shit. Um... This is at the point where we have our, our family unit, as it were, of John, Sarah, reunited with the Terminator as a sort of surrogate father figure, which is kind of weird. Yeah. Um, like I said, in the interest of speeding things up, um, the crew heads down to south of the border, not the rest stop in North Carolina. <laughs> oh, I love that place. <laughs> It is actually fun. south of the border. It is, yeah. But actually, might have to yeah. hit that up next week. Yeah, go. it's a good, it's a good spot, man. Get your tchotchkes, fill up on yep. gas. Get some. Well, they some mu- yeah, really they must shitty have, Mexican food. Right. Yep. They must have driven right by Gower's house because <laughs> they went. You know what I mean? Like they were in L.A. and they yep. zipped down, you know, past San Diego, right into Tijuana, and uh, yeah, they waved to Brian. Yeah. He was a young lad, but oh, Brian and Robert James Smith—they both live there. Yeah, that's true. But but was Robert James Smith even born? No, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> was Brian? Sorry, RJ. Brian was. He's not. Well, that's true. He's not that Brian's much older that old. than RJ. No. Yeah. 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 Anyway, go ahead. So we, you know, we we get to this really important moment in the film eventually where they kind of stop and. They determined that this robot can learn shit, which is, you know, again, this is more extended scene stuff. They didn't get into all of this in the theatrical right. cut. Yeah. Um, but he, John Connor kind of asked him point blank, like, hey, can you can you learn more stuff? Like, what's your deal? Joe, hit this next clip for me. We'll dig into that. It's very exciting stuff because, like I said, it's new stuff. Can you learn stuff that you haven't been programmed with so you can be... You know, more human. I'm not such a dork all the time. My CPU is a neural net processor, a learning computer. But Skynet presets the switch to read only when we are sent out alone. Doesn't want you to do too much thinking, huh? No. No. 
No. Now, Joe, immediately play this next clip. This is the most important thing that Arnold learns from John Connor. No, 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 no. You gotta listen to the way people talk. You don't say affirmative or some shit like that. You say, no problemo. And if someone comes off to you with an attitude, you say, eat me. And if you want to shine them on, it's hasta la vista, baby. Hasta la vista, baby. Yeah, or later, dickwad. And if someone gets upset, you say, chill out. Or you could do combinations. Chill out, dickwad. That's great, see, you're getting it. No problemo. That should have been on the poster. Chill out, dickwad. Yeah. This now, was that was that any theatrical version? The dickwad thing? That or was, not? yeah. Yeah, it, it was. was. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, you don't say affirmative <clears throat> or some shit like that. <laughs> Chill out, dickwad. You sound like Cartman right now. Yeah. But it's it, I wanna go to Casa Bonita. So in a movie that was Honestly, I'm sorry for opening that fucking case, okay. Pandora's box. I'm really sorry, folks. It's your fault. I in love a, you, Joe. In, in a movie that was honestly in need in moments, in need of these moments of levity, this provided it. Right? Like yes. You get the robot saying "dickwad." It's hilarious. It was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. it's great. Um, you get to these. So, now, keep in mind, Sarah Connor distrusts this robot as long as the day is but she wants nothing to do with this fucking thing in fact she goes so far as to want to smash his chip with right. a sledgehammer um yep. again this this is just illustrating her distrust of uh, this thing is wearing the face of the thing that was trying to kill her for an hour and a half in the late 80s okay um so that that narrative device is clever and it works really well because slowly over the course of time, she learns to see sort of the humanity in this thing. Um, and eventually, like when they make their way down to Mexico and John is continuing to interact with this robot and to teach it things and to sort of, you know, they're high-fiving and they're fucking, he's, he's humanizing it. She begins to see what he sees and it's almost become this like surrogate, uh, or the, like this father figure. That he yeah. never had in his life. I mean, she strips away. She sees the way, like you said, the way John is able to not even see what he is. To latch on to him, again, as a father figure. But she's able to strip away that, that PTSD and that adult thinking. Yeah. You know? And, you know, understand from, from John. Yeah. Now, I know I'm throwing, throwing a lot of clips at you guys. But this is a really important one. This is, you get some moments of Sarah Connor narrating in this movie and this is one of them but it illustrates that exact point that Doug made which is you know in this kid's crazy fucked up life where there has been no male role model this is the closest thing that he gets to one Joe if you want to hit this clip watching John with the machine it was suddenly so clear the Terminator would never stop it would never leave him and it would never hurt him, never shout at him or get drunk and hit him or say it was too busy to spend time with him. It would always be there and it would die to protect him. 
of all the would-be fathers who came and went over the years, this thing, this machine, was the only one who measured up. In an insane world, it was the sanest choice. And at nighttime, when I take it in the bedroom, it fucks like a machine. Oh. <laughs> wow. Wait, was that in the extended gun? Yeah, it was the deep so, cut. <laughs> so, Eric, a question, because I, don't, I haven't watched the theatrical version in a while. Was there that much narration in the theatrical version as this version? Like, did that, she say that in the theatrical version? Yeah, that was in there. Okay, but there's definitely more narration, right, in the extended cut or no? There is later. So okay. far, all of the Sarah narration you got it was is there. It is there. Okay. Yeah. It's just been a while since I saw it. We so. call it serration. Serration, yeah. <laughs> Very so good. far, yeah, so far we're on track. There's some yeah, right. serration that happens at the end of this movie. By the way, spoiler right. alert. The yeah, you fucking... didn't add that clip and uh, the whole Starfleet Academy shit where it's like an episode of Star Trek? No, and I won't, <laughs> and I would not, and I refuse to because the fucking extended whatever this version is the ending is a hunk of shit it, it was oh, yes. so offensive to me <laughs> yes. that it almost ruined the entire movie uh, yeah, again it's it's beyond corny you don't like closure beyond fucking corny no spoiler alert uh, you know sorry to ruin the ending for you but if you're watching the theatrical you're fine it's it's a perfect ending if you're watching this extended cut that that joe unearthed for us somehow by entering <laughs> he had fucking john connor's atm hacking machine and got us this version of the film that was not meant for human eyes and this <laughs> ending fucking sucks man it's literally an episode of star trek the next generation yeah it's, it is it's very true it had the same budget too fucking <laughs> god damn it make it so <laughs> So the crew's in Mexico. Sarah's got an old contact there. I think she was fucking this guy, to be honest. With you. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, 100%. Of course, it's Rodrigo. Yeah, it was implied, you know. Although he was the whitest-looking Mexican dude I've ever seen. <laughs> I like I like his super Mexican delivery. If he's not a Mexican, bravo. Because yeah. yeah. there, there's a scene where uh, I think John calls the Terminator like Uncle, Uncle John. Uncle Bob. Or Uncle Bob. Uncle Bob. Bob. Yeah, he goes, Uncle Bob, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, God damn it. This is a fucking, I what is this, I can do accents, too. <laughs> yeah. Like, we're, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so. <laughs> he's uh, he's Argentinian, by the way, the actor. Okay. Well, oh, so he's German. Castillo oh, Guerrero. Yeah. So he's a, he's a German. <laughs> I don't think he's a German. I don't nope. think so, too. The majority I of understand Argentinians there were a lot. Not come a majority. from German There's descent. a lot of them down there, but I think he's native-born. Okay? I doubt it. <laughs> well, he this gives a <laughs> Cheech and Chong-ass delivery, I'll tell you that, man. My yes, guess. that's yeah. true. <laughs> hey, whatever you say, bro. Hey, I'm so... <laughs> 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 Oh, you looking yeah. for your stash? <laughs> so so, the, so tired, this man. portion of the movie. <laughs> God damn it! I opened a wormhole. I can't get myself out of. Um, hey, Dave's not here. <laughs> Dave's not here, man. <coughs> All right. This portion of the movie is important emotionally because, again, this 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 kindles this connection between boy and machine. You know, this is where it stops being an action movie and it starts being E.T. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. I know that. This is what right. I hate about this movie. I know. I know. I know you hate it. And again, it's, you know, 
I don't hate the movie. I hate this part of the movie. Yeah. I mean, different strokes, man. I, I dig it because it gives it a little bit of depth where, yep. you know, you want your explosions, you want your, your fights, but this, this gives it something, some heart. It gives it merchandising ability. I'm going to fight you on that, man. I'm going to put my foot down and say, no, this is, this is, I'll give you a good example. I know you haven't seen the movie, but Ghostbusters Afterlife just came out. Now, Jason Reitman, he's like an indie film guy. He wanted nothing to do with making a fucking Ghostbusters movie. That's like wanting to play basketball if your dad's Michael Jordan. So he snuck an indie movie into a Ghostbusters movie. Yep. In a very sneaky way, and it worked really well. Same thing with Cameron in this. Like, this is a story about a boy without a father finding a role model, and there's there's elements to it that you wouldn't expect, and it's lovely. Yes. I get I get why you don't dig it, but I will. I feel like it's because Arnold is contractually obligated to have a kid tell him what to do in almost every movie. <laughs> That's true. I mean, he is a big dumb oaf. You know, what right? I mean? Yeah. yeah. And if it's not a kid, what does he do? If it's not a kid, it's someone who's the height of a kid in Danny DeVito. Right, exactly. Jamie. <laughs> oh, man. Another classic. It, and it also works because I think Arnold Schwarzenegger as a person is, is intellectually and maturity-wise on the level with like a 13-year-old. So, <laughs> yeah. you know. I'm bad to the bone. do yeah. do 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 it will be really cool if you play bad to the bone. I'm on the motorcycle. be really badass, you know. And I have sunglasses on yeah. in his nighttime. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, it just, I feel like there is chemistry between those two in this movie. And I think that's probably why. Like, he's a, a big, dumb kid at heart, yeah. you know. Right. Well, there was chemistry between Walter White and Pinkman also, but that's a whole different thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. So, that being said, I spent enough time on that. Sarah Connor gets it in her head via these crazy dreamlike visions that tie back to this other stuff with, you know, Reese and the apocalypse. And, you know, she has the means to stop this from happening. She gets the seed planted in her head from talking to the Terminator about the guy who's responsible for the whole shit, for Cyberdyne, for the eventual nuclear war. And it's this guy, uh, what's his name, Dyson? I think it's Dyson. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Dyson. He will eventually make vacuum cleaners. Yes. Dyson is the guy who's responsible. Um, she hauls ass out of there and she is going to assassinate this motherfucker. Just Oh yeah. I mean this this shit is brutal. We get to this this whole uh sequence where she happens upon this dude's house. Now again, more extended sequence stuff. You know, I'd never seen this scene before, but there's a scene that shows Dyson with his wife yeah. and kids. Yeah. Um, that was, I wish it would have been in the theatrical cut. Yeah. That I agree, 100% agree with. It definitely sets up the humanity of that family. Yeah. yeah. Honey, you got to take the, kids to the water park. Right. But I'm so busy making the system. It's going to save the world in autopilot and Tesla. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, did, it, it, it shows, it demonstrates the naivete of this brilliant scientist like he yeah. doesn't have a clue he's so wrapped up in the technology and what it good it could bring he doesn't see the bad from it and I, I i did really enjoy that scene and the fact that his wife is able to pull him away and he, yes. he says you know what yeah. all right we're gonna go like you get you get to see the bond um, yeah. 
there is a scene where she distracts him by licking him. Oh. To, yeah. Again, to which it my wife said, it. like, James Cameron's obsessed with people licking people. It's like fucking, I think she compared it to um, Tarantino and Feet. Yeah, She's like, what's his deal? It's fair. It's a fair point. Yeah. But um, yeah, you get this this tender little moment where he's, you know, he's so invested in his work, but he's like, all right, you know, the family does take priority. We're going to go to the water park. You get a little bit more with them. So by the time Sarah... I know, wish they would have put a scene of them at the water park in the movie. <laughs> in the wild. lazy river and shit. Like a yeah. montage. It's a quick montage. <laughs> <laughs> That'd it be awesome. into a fucking episode of Family Matters. What the like, fuck yeah. are you talking about? 80s look <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And he yeah, gets into an argument with his wife because he's like, we've been yeah. at the fucking, we've been at the water park too long. I'm going to get back to my work. <laughs> it's just, it unravels real quick. Yeah. She, by the way, Sarah Connor, um, she looks badass, man. She's got yeah. all the tactical gear on and the, the hat. Fucking Rambo shit there. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Bare arms, fucking. Yeah. Barbarella. Yeah. So she tears ass out of there. <laughs> John figures out what she's up to rather quickly because she tagged the table with no fate. And, yeah. you know, kid's a detective. It's like, no fate. That's something that, uh, yeah, my dad used to tell her that I told him from the future. It's confusing. Oh, my God, yes. she's going to go kill this guy. Like, it's, yep. you know, he makes those points. for it. It, It's a <laughs> yeah, good he, he does the math really good. Yeah. So they, they go after her, um, you know. But not quite in time because she... Uh, she unloads into this motherfucker's house. Oh, man. And it's this, this again, next to the chase scene, this is the most affecting scene in this yes. movie for me. Um, it's hard to watch, man. And again, it goes to the credit of the actors in this scene. Um, Linda, Linda Hamilton turns from determined and cold as steel to fucking sobbing and, and, you know, inconsolable. Yeah. Uh, you know the the gunshot to the shoulder. I mean, it, it. I won't walk you through all of it, but she tries to assassinate this guy and fails, and she's just dangling to the last shred of her humanity in that moment where she sees her kid and the wife and the tears and the begging. You know, she still has yeah. some decency left in her. Yeah, I mean, she understands is what she never had with John. Yeah, and you know that she wishes she had. So, and and the fact that they come to stop her, I think she point blank asks him, "Did you come to stop me from doing this?" And he says, "Yes." Like basically, like this is not the way forward, right? And if I'm the leader of humanity, and I'm the example, and I'm the shining beacon, the thing that you need to understand, and that he needed to understand, is that you don't kill to solve your problems. Like we're better than that. Oh yeah, he becomes the adult here. He becomes like, the leader. This is this is the evolution into him as a leader, even as a ten, you know, year old. Um, yeah, he becomes. Like, You're the not leader a Terminator anymore, Mom. <laughs> God damn it, Joe! Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> this all culminates with them sitting Dyson down and explaining what the fuck's going on. Like, hey, bro, just so you're aware. You're the guy who's responsible for the death of humanity. And Joe, right. if you want to hit this clip, um, he does not respond well to it. 
Dyson listened while the Terminator laid it all down. Skynet. Judgment Day. The history of things to come. It's not every day that you find out you're responsible for three billion deaths. He took it pretty well. I feel like I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> and wouldn't you like that's that's a lot of information. Oh like yeah. Here, here he was thinking he was just making a great vacuum cleaner or some shit. <laughs> and <laughs> got this heavy, heavy news laid on him. Uh, yeah. And it, and it just, is, you relate to this guy because there's a moment where, you know, Sarah gets a little uppity and she's like, You men and your fucking ideas and he's like, You're blaming me for something I haven't even done yet. Yeah. Right. Like, how am I supposed to know? Yeah. Exactly. And just so you know, I mean, that three million, three billion dead. On the bright side, there's 2.3 billion left, so it ain't so bad. <laughs> right? We got fucking Thanos you know, over mean, here like, and shit. It's right, Mug. It's 60% of the population, not the entire 100%. I mean, come on. Everything perfectly balanced. <laughs> there you go. He does have a purple shirt on. Yes, it was the snap before the snap. <laughs> Pre-snap. <laughs> Everyone gets a snap. <laughs> so once they lay all this heavy shit on Dice, and he agrees, like, no, 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 I'm not, I'm not going to fucking, my research is done, uh, I'm not doing it. No, that's not enough. We need to go destroy your work and, you know, blow up the building that employs you. Yeah, so exactly. He takes them to the pre-Cyberdyne, pre yeah. And they take this building motherfucking hostage, man. Like they're, you know, armed to the teeth. Um, immediately, like someone sees what's going on and hits a silent alarm. So Dyson's yeah. security cards no longer work. Luckily, though, John Connor knows how to hack shit. Oh, yeah. Pre established. Oh, yeah, that cool tool. And just yeah. real quick Cyberdyne Systems exists on LinkedIn. As a corporation oh, no. <laughs> with actual oh, employees. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Yes. What's funny is, um, you know, Dyson was embarrassed to tell them. He, he makes it this whole concoction about having to have two keys and everything. But the real trick is you just go up and pet the dinosaur and then the door opens. <laughs> <laughs> but he didn't want to tell them that. It's kind of embarrassing. Hey, listen, you yeah. pet my dinosaur, the door opens too. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Brachiosaurus. <laughs> I'm, watching, I'm just watching Adam. <laughs> He's like, what have I got myself? I was yeah. going to make a different joke there about the dinosaur, but I was trying to behave myself. For oh, once. fuck that. Yeah. Basically, you rape the dinosaur. Then Listen, Norman. six beers in, and <laughs> I don't give a shit. <laughs> Gloves are off. Exactly. <laughs> say, the gerbotomic period. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I can see the regret on Adam's face. Right exactly. He's like, whoa. Oh, no. He's like, I thought Joe was the only bad one. This devolved. <laughs> I mean, it, it happens. It happens. <laughs> exactly. So, so we break into Cyberdyne systems, and, uh, you know, it's kind of interesting. Like, this, this character got a 180-degree turn in, I want to say, five minutes of screen time. So there's a lot with a little... Now he's determined to destroy all of his work. Um, and obviously they're helping him. 
Uh, meanwhile, you've got the T-1000 hot on the trail. They, he goes to Dyson's place. He's, it's all shut up. Um, <clears throat> when, you're in, when you're in Cyberdyne, you get this really cool sequence of, all right, where's the stuff located? They get into that sort of vault where the arm is and the chip is. Yeah. And he's he's still very calculated, telling the kid like, "Okay, you got to do this," and and John just he's smashes like, it on the floor. It. Yeah, he throws it on the floor. Like, Fuck it, I'm gonna do what I want. <laughs> Respect my authority. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I I do love the Arnold line before that when you know the keys aren't working because he's locked out. And Arnold goes, "Let me use my key." <laughs> he uses the grenade launcher to get in. That was very Terminator like. Yeah, he's learning. You know. Yes, exactly. Um. Now there is another key deleted scene that I liked that to Joe's credit I did dig where Dyson asked the Terminator because Terminator's like got this uh, axe, this fire axe and he's breaking up computers. Dyson asks him to borrow it and what he cuts up is this giant model of the um, the chip like a 3D render of the chip yeah. it was in his office at home and he smashes it in, in the Cyberdyne office. Well, that's the actual chip. That's the new neural network. Like, that's not a 3D. Like, that's it. That's it. That's like That the, he's working. Yeah. Like, he smashes the chip. Like, you know, the network. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. And and that comes into play later in a way that was unexpected for me. Because the, the scene is the same. But now you have some yeah. context as to what he's holding. Exactly. Cool. And again, another, another freaking tip of the hat to Cameron for translating the chip that's yeah. in the vault to that. Yeah. Like the, the evolution of that I thought was really cool. Cause you know, of course it would be bigger then than it would be 30 years later, you know? So it was, yep. it was, there's definitely some logic in uh, the way he translated that. So, so I mentioned the silent alarm cops come on the scene in mass. Um, there's a, there's a line where, John notices that there's police, and I think Sarah says, how many? And he's like, all of them, I think. <laughs> like, it's fucking, it's just every police stunt yeah. car they could get from whatever Hollywood lot. Um, helicopter, the whole nine. They're like, just send us all the cop cars. We only need them for about five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we all have 1990s cop cars. I love yeah. them. Oh, fuck, they just got done filming the Blues Brothers? You don't have any left? <laughs> <laughs> so they're setting up C4 and all you know manner of explosives to, to level this fucking joint. Um, <clears throat> we get to this awesome send-off, really, where everything's wired up. Uh, the Terminator hands the detonator to Dyson, and the cops storm in and start shooting the place up. And this is one of the most effective death scenes I can remember yeah um, in recent memory like it has no right to be this fucking sad I poor Dyson I feel so I can bad for Dyson much longer oh my god dude oh. like and again his performance uh, I think I've said it 20 fucking times in this episode even down to his death scene where he's holding the detonator yeah. And he's just breathing his last breath, and it's so labored, and it's so fast, and he's so concerned that those people won't get out of there. Like, right. the desperation in his eyes, man. Like, <laughs> no, I was going to bring that up, whether it was directed by Cameron or not, that it's one of the coolest death scenes in, like, an action movie ever. 
It, yeah. it goes beyond your typical action movie just because Joe Morton's such a great actor. Yeah. Um, yeah, I totally dug that. Absolutely. Joe Morton elevated that to a place right? it didn't even deserve to be. The, the now, you know, Denzel Washington. Out. Yeah. What's that? Denzel Washington was originally considered for that role. Really? Okay. He would have turned it, it down. He, I think so. Yeah, he he said, done. no disrespect to uh, James Cameron, but I read the script, and all this guy does is uh, sweat and breathe. <laughs> That's great. Now, how big was Denzel at that point? I'm trying to – I'd have to look at his IMDb because, I, I mean, he's always been an icon to me from day one, but I don't know where he was in his career in, in 91. So, I, feel like, I don't know. Yeah, he probably would have been, like, on an upward – trajectory at that oh point. yeah definitely yeah. but not what he is like yeah. even after training i mean training day was the pinnacle and he's been a rock star like whatever he yeah yeah but yeah joe morton executive decision was i think my first exposure to him mm. it was a kurt russell um the president's threatened <laughs> action movie and it was a great movie like it was a great friggin movie and uh, joe morton was one of the the special forces dudes so while we get all that going on, we also have Arnold um, delivering his iconic catchphrase. <laughs> At least the first one. Joe, if you want to yes. hit that for me. I'll be back. That was almost Darth Vader-like. I know. I left it in there on purpose because it was Darth <laughs> That's Vader. That's cool. Oh. He's just like <gasps> kneecapping every cop. Oh, God. It's so He's so kinda, perfect. What is that? Not, like a Gatling gun or something? Like just this crazy. Well, that was a. That was a. Well, he picked it up. That was a. Um, minigun. Minigun. A grenade oh. launcher. A smoke grenade launcher. No, the minigun. The. the okay. Oh, the minigun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, he's one of my favorite yeah. weapons in Grand Theft Auto. Oh, yeah, no. That's a ton of fun in GTA. <laughs> Shoot down helicopters with <laughs> oh, that yeah. fucking thing. You should, you I think just I killed the whole everything. city using that gun. <laughs> yeah, it's like the best gun you can get in that game. Because yeah, it's like, fucking... if you see someone with one of those, don't even go near them. They'll oh, destroy no. whatever vehicle you're in. Vice City, baby. I'd say the only you way know? to kill tanks, really. Fuck yeah. So, <laughs> that's true. And now yeah. I'm going to go play Grand Theft Auto after we're done right? with this. Because it's right. been a minute. Um yeah, we, we get Dyson's death, we get the explosion, we get the shootout with the police, and eventually the escape uh, with uh, the Terminator and John and Sarah in a uh, police van. The T-1000 commandeers a helicopter. That's so great. And that stunt's crazy, too, because he drives the motorcycle up the stairwell, out of yeah. a window, leaps yeah. onto the helicopter, right. and tells homeboy, get out. Get out. <laughs> that's just funny. That dude, and the that, guy just jumps, dude just jumps 50 feet out. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean yeah. and that whole, the whole stairway thing, I mean, that was legit. The fucking stuntman did that. He so, drove up a stairwell, you know? Yeah. Go ahead, Adam. What? He, he kills the dog, but the pot, <laughs> so he kills the dog, but the pilot gets a free pass. <laughs> <laughs> well, because the pilot's going to die either way. Excellent point. No, yeah. but that's no. Nah, you know, he's got a couple of broken legs. He's all right. But that dude is like pushing a solid two two forty. I know, but he was, look, it was fifty feet. I've fallen from twenty feet and I'm still here. Twenty five <laughs> feet and I'm still here out of a fucking plane. So, yeah, well, you also have good. three ass cheeks. Well, I do, but you know that's a worthwhile scar. Listen, that's a good fucking bar tail to get. 
tail. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, anyway, go ahead. All right. So we get another one of the most dangerous stunts in cinematic history with this uh, this police van chase sequence of the helicopter. That's oh, so good. Now, all of this shit, you're watching it, and usually there's a disconnect. When you watch something like this, you're like, okay, I can understand how this was accomplished. I can see, you know, I can see where reality disconnects. This just looks like, oh, there's someone flying a helicopter like six inches from the ground, yep. weaving yeah. in and out of traffic. That and helicopter flying, flew under that bridge, for yeah, real. Yeah, flying they, under they an overpass. They that shit off, for real, you know? Now... That's nuts. And and looking into that is even more nuts because not only is it real and did they really do it, but the entire crew of that movie, save like three people, was like, fuck you, we're not doing this. Right. Like, it's too dangerous. They Listen, Cameron, Cameron sought out the helicopter pilot who said, sure, I'll fucking do it. And he hired him. And that was the end of it. You know? Yeah. Like, that goes back to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Clint Booth stuntman level. Like <laughs> yes. That, that's yeah. like a guy who just doesn't give a fuck. And he pulled it off, and it was amazing. Yeah. I mean, to hear him tell that story is like, yeah, it was me, a camera guy, the guy flying yep. the helicopter. No one else would do it. And, you know, we honestly didn't know. <laughs> and right. if he didn't pull it off, that's how the chase sequence would have ended. There you go. <laughs> And there were there were two helicopters because it was the chase helicopter that was filming that thing. Yeah, that went all over of a sudden the you would have seen some, under the like, bridge. some metal guy walking out of fire from under the bridge. Exactly. <laughs> yes, they would have had to do it that way. Exactly. Yeah, it is. It is nuts to watch. And again, I'm pointing this stuff out. You know, like look at this scene and look at how dangerous it looks. It really was that dangerous. Yes. I mean, the, whatever you call. You know, when a helicopter lands, the, uh, you know, those metal bits, like the sled underneath. Yeah, the py pylons, or whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, those yeah. things are narrowly missing things. Oh, no. Look, those are feet off the ground. Yeah. The blades are feet. I mean, that was such precision because there was no room for error. Yeah. So, again, that goes back to what we talked about in the beginning. That is the oldest old school stunt shit you're ever going to see. And it was amazing. Yeah. Now, also, uh, neglected to mention, you know, Terminator's been so shot up at this point that he's now cool poster, half robot face, half human yeah. face, which was so iconic, man. Like, they sold it as Halloween masks. It was yep. incredible. Um, this chase leads them to, like, a steel refinery factory situation. Foundry? Foundry thing. Yes, foundry. And... Uh, Apparently, it was so convincing that people started to wonder if it had reopened because it was like a shutdown foundry in this poor really? town. Like, yeah. what's going on here? Holy people start shit. showing up to work and shit like, yo, are we open? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, they got tired of someone hitting golf balls through their window. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, uh, T-1000 stolen another truck, as he's apt to do. Except this one, you know, because all it took to stop the helicopter was a slam on the brakes, by the way. Oh, that was beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Slam yeah. on beautiful. the brakes and this shit exploded. Scale, scale model or not, that was very well done, yeah. shot-wise. Yeah. Know? So he, he makes it out of that. He steals this big truck. It's full of liquid nitrogen, um, which is an incredible plot device, by the way. 
Yes. Because when they eventually crashed this truck of liquid nitrogen into the foundry's entrance, the thing splits open, and it is pouring liquid nitrogen onto the T-1000. He's walking through it, and... I mean, it looks fucking amazing. They asked James Cameron, how did you achieve the look of liquid nitrogen in this movie? And he, you know what he said? Liquid nitrogen. <laughs> That's so great. You know, he, he hired a limbless stuntman. Yes. To actually yes. pull half that off. Plus, uh, uh, Patrick was below ground. Like, they had, a, they had a little trench that he walked in. But, yeah, they used a, a stuntman who was missing legs. And uh, so... Even though there were cuts in the scene, it looked so realistic because of that. Yeah. And, uh, it, it really it really comes across as flawless. Yeah. Um, he fr- obviously freezes in the liquid nitrogen. I mean, they use water in the, in the shots where it's really pouring on him. But yeah. um, limbs start to break off, and he freezes in place, and Arnold shoots him, and he explodes into a million little pieces. What does he say? What does Arnold he says say? Something. Something. Fuck. Some kind of. Some kind of. It was a little quip that was perfect. Yeah. It's yeah. Like anyway, a, it was like a payoff to a thing that happened earlier. Yeah. Exactly. In the car yeah, with yeah. the kid. Joe, hit that clip. Hasta la vista, baby. <laughs> Fuck it, a man. <laughs> oh, that's what he said. Duh. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Put it would have been better t-shirt. if it was um, a, a Mr. Freeze line. you're right oh that would have been perfect oh that's so good and then he turns to john connor he goes that was really cool (laughs) ice to meet you that's good (laughs) ice to meet you oh adam jesus christ yes yes a thousand times yes um their victory short-lived because all the little pieces they're in a steel foundry it's mad hot in there yeah you got, you got molten steel yeah they start to melt and reform and terminator realizes they only have a little bit of time to get out of there um yeah. cool comes, effect by the way just using mercury rolling yeah. around on it and even you know with the camera tilting and it, it's such a great effect yeah it does it does it hold, it's all the simplest stuff in this movie holds up really well yeah um in the way of special effects. So he reforms, and again, to Joe's credit, more cool extended movie stuff. You get to see that all of this, like being blown apart and melting and coming back together, sort of yeah. makes the T1000 malfunction. Oh, yeah, he's yeah. damaged now. There's no question. I dug that. Freeze. Yeah. <laughs> and right, Eric, that didn't happen in the, in the theatrical no, version, did it? No. That's what I thought, and it, but I dug that. Yeah, I thought that was cool too. Like he he touches a handrail and his hand gets stuck to it. Stuck yeah. and then he's, and it he's starts shifting and, starts and phasing and yeah. Yeah, so I thought that was neat. And and yep. another thing that I appreciated about this cut that you know I had no exposure to. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of tension. You know, he's hunting them through this uh, the inner workings of this foundry, fighting with the Terminator. Really brutal, brutal fight scenes. Yeah. Um, some of it <laughs> again they're working with what they have so when we get to the portion of this fight scene where he sticks Arnold's arm into a gear and he rips it off yeah 
you definitely see Arnold's arm tucked in his t-shirt for the rest of the movie. Oh, yeah, it's a black black sock. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. You can even see his watch underneath the sock. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to take off my Rolex. Exactly. This is my Rolex. It's a tag <laughs> Wait a minute, that sounded like Danny the tag whore. The tag whore. <laughs> my my tag whore ex wife. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh yeah, just the the physicality of these fight scenes. I mean, so much of these um static props were made of foam because they didn't want these guys to hurt themselves while they were doing this shit. Yeah. Um it does come across as very violent and very fucked up. And again, Shouldn't have watched this with my nine-year-old. Uh, <laughs> no, no. It just it got very visceral. Yeah, it did. And the oh, and I neglected to mention the two-hour or so runtime of this movie. So much bad language. Um, oh yeah, yeah, lots. This is straight lots. up an R-rated movie. I'm a yeah. bad dad, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Come on, Dick Wad. Yeah, Dick. Exactly. Dad, dad, what's, what's a, a Dick, dick Wad? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You'll find out one day. Yeah. Oh man. So, um, T-1000's winning this fight. I mean, he's an updated model. He's he's the 2022 iPad Pro. And, there you go. <laughs> you know, the T-800 is like that colorful Mac monitor from the 90s and shit. <laughs> it's the Nokia 3310, so, that is. Yes, yes. exactly. Yeah. So he's kind of handing him his ass. and Yeah, uh, he did. You know, we get to this brutal, brutal fucking moment where he spears him through the chest, through like this right. this floor grate, yeah. um, and some shitty lightning effect goes out. The, there's more shitty yeah. lightning effect. It wasn't it, awful. It was definitely dated, and yeah, obvious. It was, but it was like Return of the Jedi. Emperor yeah, lightning. exactly. You're right. You're ah. right. What, what do I what do I call you? Uh, sparkles. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, from, uh, sometimes Asperger? I doubt your commissions. You're, you're, you're com- holy God, I'm too drunk. What is that? <laughs> your commitment to sparkle lotion. Lotion. sparkle lotion, Doug. Yeah, sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah, you get some sparkle motion in there. I'm too drunk. To no, taste I'm thinking this of chicken. like Jeff Goldblum's. Like, what are those? Like sparkles? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, very true. Yeah, it, it's a it's a harrowing scene, man. To see this yeah. guy. You know, yes. impaled that way, and he dies for all visceral. intents and purposes. Right. You know, the little light in his cyber cyborg guy goes out. Right? Holy shit! I'm as drunk as as Doug. Cybar. <laughs> hey, I'm not. Cybar. And uh, yeah, right. What the fuck? Did, it's like opposite day. I know. What is happening? What's going on? I've had two weeks of vacation, so my mm. tolerance is way up. Oh, nice, <laughs> excellent. So yeah, his the lights go out, and he dies, and. T-1000 goes back after John and Sarah. Um, this shit was heartbreaking, and I'm not embarrassed to admit this. Like, this is the point at which this movie starts to make me tear up a little bit. Oh, yeah. You know? I start feeling for this Arnold robot in a way that's embarrassing, <laughs> maybe. Well, I mean, Cameron did his job. Yeah. The, whole er- the earlier scenes when, when John was, you know, converting him. And and latching on to him as that father figure, Cameron did his fucking job. That's you know? why so it's kudos important. to him, Joe. That's why it's important. When, exactly. When, when this film reaches its conclusion, that's why you care. Yes. You know. Sure. Um, <laughs> Sarah's doing her damn best to hide John from this creature. Um, by the way, 
in this two-hour runtime, she keeps shooting this thing. At, like, she just doesn't learn that it's not effective. Yeah. With whatever weapon she... I get I that the, it's her only option. Well, I mean, you know, the climactic... Her climactic scene with her plugging away with the shotgun, she almost had it. She had almost. one more round. He's over the edge. I know. That was so, so well done, man. You know? You knew that was going to happen, though. No, of course. Like, oh, she's, of, of course. Of course. Right for... Yeah. Oh, and and while I'm picking on my wife and, and the way that she <laughs> destroyed this movie, because she's dead on balls accurate about most things, as these scenes are happening, especially that one where, you know, she's got the shotgun and she's, you know, shooting him and he gets closer and closer to the edge. She literally goes, how many bullets does this gun have? Click. And it's yeah, she's out of exactly. Home. Like every every piece of shit talking that she had to offer, correlated with something in the film act. Right from her perspective, and she nailed it absolutely. Yeah. It yep. was it was she's like a movie destroying savant. It's <laughs> yeah. So, so we do get to that point. She runs out of ammo just as she's about to finish this thing off, and. He responds by sticking his finger knife through her shoulder and yeah. and basically yeah. telling her, like, call for John. And she does the most motherly thing you can do, which is to say, fuck you. Yeah. She's not going to do it. It's a little bit of a plot hole in that he can imitate anyone's voice. I know. I was going to yeah. say, why didn't he just do it? And right. immediately does it in the next scene. <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah. No. But it's a great moment. You know, it. it Sarah Connor is not a very likable character in this movie. The acting oh, is no. great, the performance is great, but you do experience this feeling of like, God, she's the worst. <laughs> you know? right. yeah. And that, that moment really helps with that. Where she refuses to bend right. to this thing's will. Um I should say too, as we get close to the end here, the special effects start to fall apart a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like you can feel it. There's that scene where the T-1000 is smushing Arnold's head, and it's very clearly a mannequin. Yeah. Right. You got the arm. You got the wing. You got all the stuff. Yeah. Um, But also, that's like six hours of makeup, so it's hard to argue with, you know, Mm -hmm. you did what you had to do. (laughs) Um, We get to the climax of the film, which is all hope is lost. T-1000's about to kill your heroes. And up from a gear comes the reanimated corpse of the Terminator. And he shoots a grenade into the chest of the T-1000. And he explodes into a fucking weird, uh, right awesome... Out of, right out of the thing, yes. but with yeah. metal. Yes. Okay, it was thing special effects, but with metal. And it was so fucking good. And it's no longer even a human voice. It's just like this. Oh yeah, he's exactly. It's again. It's right yeah. out of the thing, and I, yeah. I love the, the you know the borrowing slash stealing of that you know that effect. So cool. Um, yeah, he falls into a Joker-like pit of stuff. Yeah, and again, another cool sequence. Do the special effects hold up? Maybe not. But he he reverts back to all the forms that he's stolen throughout the movie. Right. Well, the, that's, the thing is, that's the yeah, idea that's of it important. is flawless. Yeah. Okay, the idea of, because that's what, well, we don't know, but that's what would happen. Like, in our, in our imagination, that's what would happen <laughs> if that fucking Terminator went into the, into the pit. Yeah. So, yeah. I, again, 
special effects aside, it's it's a flawless representation. See, in my mind, he would go in there and then come out as a giant lava monster. <laughs> <laughs> what is this, Spy Kids? Three <laughs> D. <laughs> 3D. 3D. Nice. Now, I like the Stallone version. That was two, wasn't it? Yeah. I don't even know. I saw all of those in the theater with my kids. Just so. oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Did you, I know. Did you see uh, G-Force? You. What? Did you watch G-Force? Uh, was that the, the hamster one? Those. Yeah, the gerbils. No, my kids were past the hamster. My kids were past the hamster, lucky for me, because I don't know if I could have went. I, I could have yeah, made it. There were gerbils in um, Richard Gere's the gerbils. movie. <laughs> exactly. No, no, no. No. <laughs> But yeah, it does. It does a cool visual thing, thrashing around in there, and oh shit, it's the stepmom, and it's the cop, and it's the security yeah. guard, and then it does this awesome thing where it's just a face that goes inside yeah. out. Right, it folds yeah, in on itself. Yeah, it's rope kind of. Yeah. Oh, it's, yes. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and again, no, the so intent is flawless. You know, he uh, worked within his limitations CG wise, yeah. but the attempt is flawless. Oh yeah, like, um, it completely gets a pass from that bit. Does. Yes. Yeah. If I Adam agree. gives it a pass, then you know it's there. You good. go because he's exactly yeah. we're we're in good shape, and that's that's really that's your climax. We realize that the day is saved, but oh no, no no no! There's <laughs> one more chip, and it's right here in Arnold's brain. Yeah, and you get this realization that he's got to sacrifice himself in order for this new future to be secure and it's a tough moment to swallow because again this is this father figure now john is upset it's an unexpected emotional end to yeah a big summer blockbuster action movie i'm just um, really pissed off that he handed the thing to lower him to sarah instead yeah. of to john okay but check this out and you're not gonna believe this because you know it's it is almost unbelievable that scene happens right he hands the thing to to Sarah because he, in his words, he can't self terminate. Yeah. Right before he delivers the line, "I cannot self terminate," my wife goes, "What's the deal? Can he not self terminate?" <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh uh, fuck you! He is a winner. What are you doing? Holy shit! You There's scored, no way dude. you've never seen this movie before. I, God damn I gotta it! I tell you, you scored. Yeah, that's amazing." <laughs> That it, that hurt me in my core. Oh her, yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah. She swung say, the bat. That was a, a full home run swing, and she hit you right upside. The yeah. Head. What are you? What could he not self terminate or something stupid like that? And then I wish literally, it was like there was a banana peel as he walked her. Whoa! Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Get to the chopper. Exactly. So, so we end this movie with him making the selfless decision to melt himself in order to preserve their future. Um, and it's, it's, it's a little heartwarming. This is your ET vibe. This is your goodbye. This is yeah. your, you know, he gives the thumbs up to yeah. John as he's, and that dying. is, he's just fuck. that is the Come most, on. yeah, that is the most beautiful and corny moment. It's so stupid. Yeah. What, ever. <laughs> like, and I think in any movie, it's like, it's so perfect. It'd have been funny if it was like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That would have been good too. <laughs> a middle finger, yeah. yeah. But just it a was so big corny and perfect at the same time. It really Shoot was. Out, so <laughs> 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 but, yeah. And the last the, thing he says before he goes in the molten steel is, <laughs> "Who's your daddy and what does he do?" <laughs> 
not not what I meant by self terminate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but even the blink out of his display. Yes. I, I thought yes. I thought the whole thing was really cool. I agree. Uh, Joe, if you want to hit our last, our final clip from this movie, it is, you guessed it, more narration. Is it dead? Terminated. Will this melt in there? Yes, throw it in. Adios. The chip. It's over. No. There's one more chip. must be destroyed also. Here. I cannot self-terminate. You must lower me into the steel. Joe, are you crying? No, I'm <laughs> coughing. Oh. I think this movie gave me COVID. <laughs> oh, How shit. dare you? I know, no, I know now why you cry, because you're a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Oh, that's beautiful. No, please don't lower yourself into the mud. No. Yeah. Man, who hurt you, bro? I know, right? Why do you ask kids? I mean, that I have to go away, double line. I mean, it was an attempt, but it was kind of corny. Yeah, I mean... You know what I mean? Like, it's like the daddy's going away, you know? Come every, on. Everything Arnold said in that scene was... Yeah, that's true. That's questionably Honestly, delivered. I almost cried when they shot fucking Billy Bob Thornton Santa and he had the elephant <laughs> on the curb. <laughs> that made me almost cry. <laughs> this oh. is fucking trash. <laughs> Well, that's because the Arizona PD shot a Santa in the back eight times. <laughs> no, it's because he fucking had a character change where he, like, fucking cared about someone other than himself. This is just yeah. some stupid little kid that doesn't want his toy to go away. Holy God. <laughs> oh, my God. Hot the take. toy. We need to do that movie. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> oh, maybe. <laughs> we ain't touching <laughs> that one. We ain't never uh, touching that one. We'll have to play a lot of clips. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We ain't never touching that one. 
All right. So <laughs> not allow it <laughs> before we before we exit this movie. I'll say again, the original ending. It just shows the same dark road with the you know the Sarah Connor narration about an uncertain future for the first time. Blah blah blah. Works right. perfect. Yep. This extended cuts ending is a flash forward to the future with a. Uh, <laughs> Linda, old, Linda Hamilton in old age makeup sitting in a exactly. park watching an adult John Connor play with uh, his daughter in this like Star Trekian future. Oh my god, his outfit was hysterical. Yeah, <laughs> with the boots and the tucked oh. in pants and the boots, it was hysterical. It looks like that episode of Next Generation where they ran out of budget. Yes. And yeah. Yes. It is so bad. Even the narration is bad. She's like, I spend the next eight years drinking myself into oblivion. Like, what I the know. fuck are you doing? You saved yeah. the world. Like, stop. Anyway. It was very bad. And I'll tell you what, real quick. I haven't seen old, bad old age makeup. I thought when I watched this scene that I'd seen the worst old age makeup until you watched the Matrix Resurrections. Oh, oh, Jada Pinkett Smith's old fuck. Thing. Old makeup is there. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> this this rivals that. But yeah, yeah it does. I saw that. It was bad. Jesus it was Christ. Bad. It's just, uh, of all the things that Cameron cut, this was the one I'm most grateful for because this ruined the movie. <laughs> no, I did. You're right. You're right. That was the best decision in the whole flick was yeah. to not air that, to not show that. But with that said, that's Terminator 2. Judgment Day. We did it, folks. I know this was yeah. a long one. It's it's partly, it's half my enthusiasm for it and half the beer. So, uh, Adam, thank you for sticking it out with us. Oh, we're now yeah. at that. Yeah, we're, we're, it's ratings time, man. Let's hit the ratings and and get out of here. Roll that clip. Yep, we're gonna give our judgment. <laughs> I am a movie critic by trade, and until recently, I got paid to tell you people which movies merely stink and which ones you shouldn't screen near an open flame. Well, I'm putting the burden of lousy movies back on you. It's very simple. If you stop going to bad movies, they'll stop making bad movies. If the movie used to be a TV show, just don't go. After Roman numeral two, give it a rest. If it's a remake of a classic, Rent the classic. Tell them you want stories about people, not a hundred million dollars of stunts and explosives. People, it's up to you. If the movie stinks, just don't go. Boy, that intro doesn't get any shorter, does it? But I just watched Joe mouth that out, and it was the best thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> it was fucking lip syncing that whole thing. That's beautiful. All right, All right. gentlemen, thank you, thank you. it's time to rate this movie. Adam, as our guest of honor, we'll start with you. Uh, typically, with our movies, we rate them one through five, five or zero, the best or zero. Yeah, uh, zero being dog shit. And anything in between, decimal points or fine. Decimal points, yeah. Just lay it out there. Pressure's on then, isn't it? <laughs> so, I mean, it's, it's an absolute classic. It's um, like I say, it's it's one of these um, films that I remember from perhaps before I should really have been watching it. <laughs> um, 
and, and just like one of those first memories of like adult um, movies that yes. I got to watch. So it's it's got a special kind of nostalgia um, for me there. Um, I think it's it's got to be up in the fours somewhere. Um, I, I was thinking it was gonna gonna be a perfect score, but I some of that CG has not. Not held up. <laughs> and I don't think I can give it give it a, a pass. Um, but it's 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 a quality movie, and it still holds up to this day. Yeah, um, I think a, a solid four point five. Come on, well, nice, nice. Give it a four. Excellent. That's a solid score, man. Hmm. Yeah, I I I'm in I'm in line with you there. I think. Uh, Joe, I know you're distracted by Facebook Messenger, but what would you score this <laughs> Well, shiny keys. Let's see. It is a fun movie. Um, it's got a lot of cool chase scenes in it. Um, I really like the uh, crazy aspect. Uh, the water park scene. I wish they would have put that in there. That would really <laughs> push it over the top for me. But, of course, you know, you can't fucking have everything you want. Uh, I did like the Star Trek ending, so, uh, you know. Even though we didn't recu- recuperate that here on this episode, I thought that was a strong point. Uh, let's see. I'll probably go like a solid, just based upon my what I would watch and what I wouldn't watch a lot of. I'd probably go about a three point eight. Three point eight. Okay. What if what if the T one thousand was played by Tim Allen? And- <laughs> At the end, where they shot the grenade in his chest right before it exploded, he went. <laughs> now, only because I almost made that joke earlier that they should have used Tim Allen. Oh my gosh! Um, I'll tell you what: if if they had switched it to Tim Allen and somewhere in this movie there was a banyan tree, <laughs> it, it would have been way higher. Right. But I'm gonna stick with my three seven. Three seven. No, you okay. said three you eight. Said three, I'm not eight. lowering. Oh, three eight. I don't know. Whatever I said, you know. I'm what I mean. not lowering that shit. All right, Doug, where you stand? All right. Well, first off, when Joe said 3.8, my first thought was Fast Times at Ridgemont High with Spicoli looking at Mr. <laughs> Hand going, you dick! <laughs> so I mean, um, it's a good movie, but it's not everything, a great movie. Everything that Adam said, nostalgia-wise, is it for me. Because So this was probably one of the last movies I saw before kids came into the picture. Okay, Tim, my oldest Tim was born in... in, in May of 1991. So this came out in July. So he was still, you know, like very new. (laughs) So this is one of the last movies I could go see like unfettered, you know, and that meant a lot to me. And being in a theater again, you know, yeah, VHS existed at that point, but it was still when you went to the theater, you just loved what you saw. You didn't rate the CG or anything like that. So, I mean, this is a 4.6 for me. You know, nice. I mean, there's, no, there's no question about it. Very nice, man. Yes. Um, obviously for me, I mean, you know, it's no secret that I like this movie. I picked it. I spent the last few hours blowing it. Um, <laughs> lovingly cradled the balls and everything. He you know? did. <laughs> yep. um, Stroke the shaft, cradled the balls. Yes. hundred percent. Yes. Uh, in a nutshell, it, it, checks all the boxes for me that I'm looking for. I mean, the action and the stunt work and the tension and the explosiveness of this movie. Um, 
it it's unparalleled in a lot of ways. It's it's considered to be a modern classic, and it's for good reason, man. Like it's just, um, it's tough to beat for an action movie. Yeah. Um, I do think it surpassed the original um, in that it just it it did a one eighty and and went a completely different direction than you expected. If you mm-hmm. had seen Terminator One, this is not the sequel that you would expect to see. Um, and I love that about it. So, with all that said, um, not perfect, but pretty damn close to perfect. I got to give this movie a 4.8 out of 5. Nice. <coughs> Respect. Let me give you an analogy real quick. This movie is a Fender Stratocaster. It's a great guitar. Everybody fucking likes it, but they're a bit overrated. Oh, damn. Joe I'd rather in have with an it. offset... Or a fucking Ernie Ball or something unique. I don't. Yeah. I'm that way with movies though. I don't like the oh, movies look, that everyone. I am likes. watching Adam's face. If you could fly <laughs> over on the fucking Concord, Joe, your ass would be crass. It's what it is. I mean, it's a great all around guitar, and everyone fucking loves them, but they're overrated. No, they're Man. not overrated. They're absolutely they not overrated. Look, even me of the small hands, absolutely <laughs> loves the Telecaster and the Stratocaster, especially the Stratocaster. Because I, there's nothing that feels more natural in my hands except my dick. <laughs> sorry. Well, you didn't say you got drunk me. Hands, so. Drunk me. Sorry, folks. But I, I'm sorry. I, the, I'd rather, I'd rather have a jazz master. The strat is not. Is not. I thought you were gonna say I'd rather have his dick. <laughs> well, well I mean, yeah. Joe, Joe, see me in real life. He knows that's the truth. Oh yeah. <laughs> Old or not, <laughs> I can carry. Listen, I, I you respect... You know, in that, in that maroonish purple shirt, you kind of look like Hawkeye. Like Ooh. Hawkeye's grandpa. That's true. Shoot your arrow at me, my friend. What, my Hawkeye? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Joe, yeah. you're entitled to your opinion. And Absolutely. I yeah. get it. I do. Yes, I mean, it, I'm this it way is... with most big movies. I'm not like a fan of big like, yeah. blockbuster movies. And you know what? The, that's the most... Re- that's absolute respect, dude. I, it, it's... Absolutely, I like you don't quirky, hold back. Kind of stupid movies. Yep, irreverent. No, I, Doug, I don't, look, I, I listen, don't respect st- it at all. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I just I'm aware of it. That's the I respect <laughs> the the stick to your gundiness. Yes, that. yes. You know 100%. what I mean? Like you you hold the line, and you lay it out logically and rationally, and I dig it. And, and I, I think it. And I think it takes. Yeah, you. I think it takes balls to you know yep. to do that, and and especially. This is not like some hidden gem of a movie. This is no. one of those movies that is universally right. beloved. And for you to well, say, like, exactly. eh, you know, it's okay. Well, you know, I think it takes balls to give it a 4.8 when you have to go to bed with your wife later who hates this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Very true. He's I'll not tell her tell I gave it a 5.0, man. I don't exactly. give two fucks. Oh. <laughs> tell her tell you gave it the vanilla ice, the 5.0. <laughs> there you go. All right, gentlemen. Uh, that does it for our ratings. We're at the point where we need to thank our patrons, and uh, there is one more of them than than there was last time we recorded. Yes, yeah, exactly. So we're going to read the list, and and then Joe will explain the Patreon thing. Uh, we will start off with our founding member um, and one of my favorite loves, my daughter Hannah Christ. Thank you for the love. Uh, secondly, my good friend Peter Bianco. Um, We've also got a, another cool friend, Mr. Brian Gower of the Tone Jerks podcast and the Second Button podcast. Oh, yeah. Um, Mr. R.J. Smith or Robert James Smith of The Cure. 
is also a member, and we very much appreciate that. From um, Telly Talks. Yeah, Telly Talks. Sorry, I apologize, RJ. Yes, of Telly Talks. And if you live on the West Coast, Moon Sugar Magic. Yes. Yes. Dude, you, you people, all of you, you need to check that website out because it's amazing, and the the product is absolutely amazing. It's such a great thing that that he and Andrea do. It's very cool. Um, next is our co-host on the Just Surprise Me podcast, Mr. Well, well, Will Lehu. Um, thank you so much for the sport, brother. Um, and our newest member, uh, Mr. Tony DeGraw of the Signal Path uh, Facebook group, which is a wonderful, supportive gear group. Um, he does such great things, mentorship and, and, and just getting a positive message out about the gear community, you know, the music gear community. Uh, super cool dude. He's hosted, uh, guest hosted on the on the Just Surprise Me podcast, and he is like he's one of the good ones. You know, I, I've said it before, but you know, my dad always told me in your life you don't meet very many truly good people. Tony's one of them. All right, and so thank you for the support, Tony. Nice, and man. Joe, how can they find us on Patreon? You can go to patreon.com backslash motcu. There you go. It's very Ooh. easy. You know, real easy. Less than a cup of coffee a month. Mm-hmm. And oh, and a very, help very us. special thank you to our new show's sponsors. Yes. Uh, yeah. Mo, Mo DeWitt and DeWitt Law Firm. Uh, if you're in an accident, injured on the job, have a family matter you need resolved, or just have legal questions, uh, justcallmo.com. And yep. also... Injured on the go? Just, just call, call Mo. Mo. There you go. And also uh, Hourglass Brewing in Longwood, Florida. The best beers in florida i love this place with all my heart if you're a geek like we are uh just visit this place and and gawk at the toys and the artwork and all of the cool shit that adorns this place um i'm, I'm a part of their monthly art shows pretty much every month along with amazing local artists with the coolest shit you've ever seen um go check it out hourglass brewing yeah, and that, I mean, just to quickly say, I mean, my exposure to Hourglass is your Instagram and your Facebook, and they are such a supporter of, you know, the geek community and the art community, and it's wonderful to see. It really is. Absolutely, man. Jeremy Gonzalez, uh, he runs their uh, their monthly art shows. He's an artist <laughs> himself. Just the greatest guy in the world and an absolute beacon for local artists to display their work. And yep. he come, he's a he's a movie guy, man. So a lot of the um, you know the monthly shows he comes up with are movie themed. In fact, this we month we got to get him on. Yeah, absolutely. If he's into it, we got to get him on. They have a beer called Two Million Bees and some hops. Yes, and That's today beautiful. today you'll you'll hear this a few weeks later, but they released a Star Wars themed beer called Twin Sons, oh. which I had the opportunity oh, to nice. sip on today, and oh my god, so good. Um, swarmy tardigrade swarmy tardigrade. <laughs> that's, that's great. a great beer name look i my next trip to florida hopefully sooner rather than later hint hint yeah. um yeah we might we're have there. an announcement coming up soon right we we are there there's no question about it and if i'm in florida i hope i never need mo but if you do he's there for <laughs> you too absolutely okay all right guys thank you for joining us wait wait oh, oh, oh. we got two other things left to do here Oh, no. First, we got a guest here who needs to plug up where we can uh, people yeah, find absolutely. him. Yeah, absolutely. Come on, so, guys. Stand Mr. Budget Pedal Chat. Give him a chance to tell him where he's from. Yeah, you have been 
so great, such a trooper. We have kept you up way extra late, um, and we can't thank you enough. But, Adam, what do you want to plug? Um, I always uh, stumble over this at the end of my podcast. Uh, if you want, yeah, if you want to find me um, online, you catch me on uh, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Budget Pedal Chap. And YouTube is the home to the No Talk or Tone series. So if you want to check yes. out uh, gear demos without any of the yapping, um, yeah, check me out there. And uh, I occasionally do some stuff on um, Pedal Boards of Doom YouTube channel as well. Uh, so check, check that out too. Yeah, the No Talk All Tone is fantastic. I it love is that. such a great review series. Um, I love it. And I'll just say, bye, Matt. <laughs> bye, Matt. <laughs> Sorry. I couldn't, I couldn't resist. I love you, Matt. I really do. Way. <laughs> now, Doug. Yes. I know you don't smoke weed. Nope. But it's Friday, and you don't got no job, and I'm going to get you high. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it, Joe. Our next, next week, movie is Friday, which, as we all famously know, I have never seen. Oh. Yep. Um, no good reason why I've never seen it, but I've never seen it, so I'm very much looking forward to reviewing it um, because everything I know, and I, I know a lot about it just by osmosis, by Joe and Eric and everybody else, plus you know the clips are out there. The, the the memes and the sayings are out there, so I'm very yeah, much I looking mean, forward to our next movie. What came from this movie? Like, right. No, exactly, exactly. So, no, I'm excited. I am excited to Felicia. finally see this movie and finally get to review it. Um, not to mention, uh, we will have Andrew Walsh, our favorite Canadian, um, yes, who's also from Just Surprise Me, the Second Button Podcast, and East Coast DNA. Yes. So he's be, a busy man. Oh yeah. Yeah, and he's an EMT. <laughs> That's true. So he lives the real life, and he does good work. Yep. Yep. Anyway. Yeah. Listen, don't nobody go in the bathroom for 35, 45 minutes. <laughs> check I'm out so the, looking forward to Doug watching this movie. I know. Check out, check out the Friday episode. And thank you for joining us on this journey through Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Thank you, Adam, for hanging out with us for so long. And uh, with that, we say Lights. our camera. Fuck off! <laughs> Fuck off! Hey guys, we've got to that point in the show where we need to start depending on listeners like you to help keep this thing going. What are we, fucking PBS? Oh yeah, you know it. I'm LeVar Burton. I wanted to be LeVar. Fuck. Alright. I caught it first! Yeah, I'm hosting we- Jeopardy! <laughs> Are you, though? Listen, guys, we we need your help. Uh, To help keep the lights on, as they say, uh, we are launching our Patreon for Masters of the Cinematic Universe. Yes. Yes. And we have uh, different tiers that you can sign up for and pledge to, just like PBS. Um, You get some different real cool gifts and prizes and merch, uh, depending on the tier that you sign up for. Oh, we got all the tiers. Oh, yeah. You can either be... A friend it, of the show, a oh. friend with benefits. Ooh. We just we could start to get serious, or you could just put a ring on it already. Yeah. Ooh, damn. And if you uh, if you exceed that amount, uh, you know we'll send you some not safe for work pics if, if you want. <laughs> it's not safe for your eyes pics in my case, but <laughs> not safe for anything pics. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
But yeah, guys, check out uh, patreon.com slash MOTCU. Uh, take a look at well, all the different tiers that we're offering. Lots of cool uh, swag coming your way from stickers to t-shirts to getting to pick the film that we uh, talk about. Yeah. The yeah. tiers started at a dollar. A dollar a month. Come on, what? folks. That's it? Yep. One buck to get in on that on that number one tier. And all with right. that, you even get the live chat with us anytime you want, as well as a shout out on every episode. Right. So, come on. That's less than a cup of coffee a month. Jesus. What a steal. Yeah, guys. Right? Check it out. Again, patreon.com slash M-O-T-C-U. And then, enjoy this week's movie.